This is your mom's favorite show, Beer and Chill Podcast. My name is Jan. And I'm Craig. And we would really appreciate if you would stop by and listen to our show. We are talking about interesting facts about your favorite movies, games and TV shows. For example, did you know that Christopher Lee and Ian McKellen had a real life beef because Christopher Lee wanted to play Gandalf in Lord of the Rings? And many other great facts. We hope you check us out and enjoy the rest of your show. Bye bye. What's your favorite scary movie? They mostly come at night. Mostly. Welcome to my world, bitch. Suffering will be legendary even in hell. Welcome, victims, to the Horgasm Podcast. Kill the lights, lock the doors, get comfy, and prepare for the sexiest and scariest podcast around. I'm Nick, and with me is my co-host, Ellie. Hello. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Hello. <laughs> you can't just start with that. I just did. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we watched Beetlejuice this week. I've never seen it. I can't believe that. I really yeah. can't. It was something. Yeah. It was fun. Is it supposed to be a kids' movie? It uh no, because he got the one f bomb in it. So I was got... gonna say there was an f bomb, and he says shit a lot. Yeah, and there's a whorehouse. It's it's, it's about death. <laughs> I think ten, I always thought it was ten kids up movie. is okay. Ten is up. What well, is the cartoon? The cartoon okay. just made it such a kid show. It's I don't know. Okay. I'd Why say... was I under the impression it was a kids' movie? I don't know. Hmm. Maybe it was because of the cartoon. I remember watching the cartoon, but I don't remember much about this. But and the, like the the cartoon is loosely based off this movie. Okay, yeah, I don't remember much about it. It must have come out in the nineties or eighty eight. Really, the cartoon? Oh, the cartoon was ninety ninety one. Okay, because I was gonna say I remember the cartoon when I was wee, but oh yeah, yeah, huh? Yeah, I don't know. I always thought that it was like kids movie, and it was about. No, because Winona Ryder and it was, rated, rated, and it it was, was rated, rated PG. So, oh. hmm. yeah, but it was kind of spooky, scary. It was a little spooky. It has some good spooky spots. Yeah. Whereas, uh, as a young kid, would be scared of it. Definitely, I feel like I wouldn't have been as scared as Coraline, but that also might have been like an age thing, like it, you know. I think this is scarier than Coraline. Oh, there's no way. I think in this day and age, not nearly. Because, like, the claymation, again, does, like, while it's cool, it does not age as well, I don't think. Yeah, but there's no annoying characters in Beetlejuice as opposed to Coraline. Like, sorry, what? There's no annoying characters. Annoying Annoying characters don't make it less scary. (laughs) No, but it makes it lamer. I I feel like there's no correlation between the two things you're talking about. (laughs) In my opinion, Bill Juice is far above and beyond Coraline. Totally. Yeah. I don't know. It was... Like, I don't know. It it wasn't scary-ish. Like, I don't know if it would... The characters aren't as scary. Like, I can see where parts of it were creepy. But I just... You know, there's no, like, menacing, big, scary monster. The sandworm. Yeah, but that's, like, from Nightmare Before Christmas, too. I, I mean, like, Nightmare Before Christmas got it from Beetlejuice, but I think that's a kid's movie as well. And that's... Yeah, oh, yeah, that's more... You know what I mean? So more, when I think of that's it... that's more geared towards kids. Same with Coraline, right. geared towards kids. But Beetlejuice when I, was geared towards adults, 
and young kids not under 10 mm-hmm. with adult supervision. Right. Like nowadays you'll show, show a kid this who's 10 and over, they'll think whatever. Mm-hmm. Even with, you know, the face Definitely. being ripped off or, you know, it's, the, the effects are so good, mm-hmm. but they're not graphically for sure a hundred percent yeah and that's the thing is that like when i saw the the sand snake or worm or whatever on saturn it's like well that's the that's from nightmare before Before christmas because i've seen it like a lot and it's like that's a hundred percent from nightmare before christmas you're like really and i'm like yes and (laughs) absolutely when uh, at the the end when bill juice pops up with the like the uh the merry-go-round around his head the little skull on the top of the head looks a lot like jack skellington that makes sense, though. They're both Tim Burton. This yep. is before. This is it way has to before. Be. This yeah, is... I was gonna say. I think Nightmare Before Christmas is like mid nineties, isn't it? Ninety seven. Yeah. Think. And this was eighty eight, so it's For a good sure. ten plus years right. before Jack makes Skellington. Sense, though. Yeah. It's weird watching a Tim Burton movie without like Helena Bonham Carter or Johnny Depp. I gotta yes. say, <laughs> you know, you kind of get so used to it. It's like, wait, there's other actors. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but the and actors in this were awesome. Oh. oh, this yeah, this was star-studded. I just love them, yeah. And it was really supposed to be a lot more scarier and gruesome. Mm-hmm. And, like, there was supposed to be a second kid of the family who gets massacred by Beetlejuice as a squirrel. Oh, nice. Like, it, it was a lot darker. Like, so why did they cut all that? I've, I think studio was like, you know, let's make this a little more family-friendly. Let's make more money off it that way. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I can, a, that's a thing. That's definitely a thing. Yeah, we've watched a lot of like, like, would you consider this like a haunted house movie or like more of a paranormal movie? Uh, it's kind or, of all of the above. Yeah, but yeah. everything. Yeah, because yep. there's ghosts and there's like, you know, purgatory in quotations. And, yeah. you know, there's a haunt. It's obviously a haunted house and... All that kind of stuff. <laughs> kind of a family drama. <laughs> yeah. Because the, the main characters are trying to get the new people out. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I like, never knew that, like the, like, the plot or anything of this. I was surprised that he wasn't in it more, I was saying, before we started recording. Because it's called Beetlejuice, so I thought he'd be, like, all up in it. But he's hardly. Yeah. It, it's focused mainly on the families, and he's kind of the afterthought. But... Watching like the trailer, he's he feels like he's got major a more bigger part for sure. Like even like I even I'll read to you a bit of the original ideas for the script. Sure. Um, the Maitlands, who's the ma- two main of characters, the yep. car crash is depicted graphically with Barbara's arm being crushed, and the couple screaming for help as they slowly drown in the river. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is mm-hmm. a reference is, is in the movie, but it's not really touched upon. Mm-hmm. Uh, instead of possessing the Dietzes and forcing them to dance during dinner, the Maitlands cause a vine-patterned carpet to come to life and attack the Dietzes by tangling them in their chairs. Ooh, kind of like Devil Snare? Yeah. Cool. The character of Beetlejuice, envisioned by McDowell, who is the original writer, as a winged demon who takes on the form of a short Middle Eastern man, is also intent on killing the Dietzes rather than scaring them, and wanted sex from Lydia instead of wanting to marry her. Yeah, because that was another thing, was that I was telling you before that people were trying to cancel Beetlejuice because they said that he was creeping on Lydia. But watching this movie, he was very creeping on uh, Barbara. But she's like an older, well, not older, she's a middle-aged woman. But, like, he is not interested, like, he's not creepy towards Lydia at all. The only time he does is when he's mentioning her to 
um, Barbara. Yes. You know, that, that uh, young girl. You know, yeah, she's... but she, she understands me. Yeah, she yeah. gets me. Yeah, she gets me. She understands me. Yeah. I'm like, okay. But, like, he never says anything else and tries to make it as, like, a business transaction. You know what I mean? So I was like, I wonder why, like, people but are trying to people, make it creepy. Council culture, they think of anything to try and cancel. And they'll yeah. take any little thing that they think is wrong and blow it up. Yeah, More it was like, it he's, like, kind of, like, sexually assaulting Barbara. Like, we're going to just ignore that and go right to the part of him, like... But that's just who he is. Like, he's not a good person. And no. I think that that's what they're trying to depict in those scenes, is yeah, that, like, he's, he's, he's a scumbag. A creep. He's a creep. He's yes, a creeper, yeah. exactly. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what else we got for the changes? Um, originally, he was to be exhumed from his grave to be summoned. Uh, oh, like a real grave? Well, like, when they dug, dug him up. Like from in, the model? In the, yeah. Mm. Um, the, the, the whole three, they even say his name three times, was even in it. Uh, it also featured a second Deeds child, nine-year-old Kathy, the only person able to see the Beatlands, and the subject of Beetlejuice's homicidal wrath in the film's climax, during which he mutilates her while in the form of a rabid squirrel. Nice. Uh, I could have gotten into that. Yeah. I gotta tell ya. <laughs> also, the, their original ending was the Maitlands, Dietz's, and Otho conduct an exorcism ritual that destroys Beetlejuice destroys him yeah like you know when they like show a, like a possession exorcism kind of sort of thing yeah like just like based off yeah, plain old exorcism Interesting. and that's why when we're walking down the hallway they show they see like the room full yeah, of yeah. just floating lost souls yeah. who were exorcised and that's where he would end up interesting well he says that the exorcism is his favorite movie and he's watched it like 178 times that's right <laughs> and he gets funnier every single time <laughs> And, uh, and the Maitlands transforming them into miniature versions of themselves, moving into Adam's model of their home. Hmm. Which would have been, uh, eh, whatever. But, that would have been, in, I don't know, kind of cool. Yeah, the, I love the model idea, can I tell you? I did you? too. Uh, the original script idea was, had a major negative reaction at Universal where they said, you know, not going to work. Um, Interesting. That's, yeah, there's so many things that um, you could have done differently. But, like, I, I like sort of what they did, like, with the super annoying family and all that moving into their house. Um, but I almost, you know, and, and that's the thing is that, like, okay, I thought that it was intended for kids. So I was like, that's when he said fuck. I was like, oh. <laughs> and 90% of his lines were ad-libbed by Michael Keaton. Because he is that good of an actor. Of course. And like I'm He's sure, fantastic. I'm I'm sure like you know that was on the spot. You know, kicks the uh, tree over. Nice fucking mod. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's like almost what makes it good. You know what I mean? Like ad libbing that kind of stuff makes it good. And um, that's why I loved about uh, the genie and Aladdin. Like that beginning of Aladdin where the genie in quotations, like the merchant, yeah. is standing there and he's just like playing with things. And that was all ad-libbed by Robin Williams. I was like, that is one of my <laughs> favorite parts of the movie. It was just like <laughs> ridiculous. Oh, I love it. Yeah, it was good. But it's just like, you know, they could have done more about, you know, like... Um, the Dietz is buying the town and you know that mom and dad could have been yeah. more of the villain and you know what I mean like it's just it could have been like a series or something you know and they keep having to call in Beetlejuice for help or something I don't know I just it, it could have gone different places and like I like where it went but it was just like I know it was a movie yeah. about paranormal but apparently uh, one of the 
ideas for how Beetlejuice died because anyone who kills himself end up as social, civil right. social civil social workers in the afterlife. Yes. And that's why Beetlejuice he killed himself. He um, he had that he attempted to hang himself while drunk, only to mess it up and die slowly, choking to death, rather than quickly uh, snapping his neck. And wound up working for Juno before striking it on his own as a freelance bio-exorcist. So, yeah, that's the... We were... I was asking about that. I was like, how did he die? Because he obviously, like, has, like, green stuff all over his hair. Well, he's, like, he was, like, what, 600 years old, he yeah. said? Yeah. So. And, like, it's all around his mouth. And... But how did the guy in the car, like, the guy who was helping... helping um, he probably just walked out in front of a car. You know, oh, over. Okay. Because he has, like, papers and stuff with him, too. And I was, like, trying yep. to read them. And I was like, ah. I was like, how would how did you do that? But, <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. That's, yeah. It, it was a very interesting. And it's funny that you say that they were going to make it scarier. Because it could have been scarier so easily. Mm-hmm. But um, they made light of death. Like, in oh, every form. Like, yeah. every form of death was, like, a joke, almost. And it's like, huh. It's interesting. And, it's, and when they're in the waiting room, it's so exaggerated yeah like the one girl who was like the um like the head receptionist not her not her the the one who's in cut in half she she was a magician's helper yeah and that that trick went wrong Mm -hmm. and she got sawed in half the guy who had like is eaten by a shark his leg is basically in a shark's mouth got a sleeping bag with a snake in there yep um the uh, the shrunken head guy shrunken head guy and the guy who did it who got shot yep uh, who else? There's a there, Oh, this guy who's smoking? Yes, he's, 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 like, oh, he's like burnt to a crisp. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's funny. It's, it is. And that brings up the comical... Side of it. Side of this movie, yeah. 100%. Which I think, either way it would have worked. If they went straight up horror, what they originally planned, that would have worked. But the comedic factor as well with Michael Keaton. Yes. Um, it, it almost, I think it worked better than it could It's could've. like, I wonder if like when they heard him talking, they decided to take it in a different direction or something. Or when they saw him audition or something, they're like, we can't do it this way anymore. Everyone said no. Everyone really? except, um, uh, oh, what's her name? Um, Barbara. Oh, Gene Everyone Davis. Except Gene Davis said no the first time. Really? Yeah, she was on board to begin with. She was like, cool. all right, sounds great, I'm in. Huh. Uh, and even and Alec Baldwin, he kind of said, this is my worst movie. He really? hates his this, which is too bad, because I think he did great in this. Like, you know, he, he hates everything at this point, though, so yeah. I wouldn't take it personally. <laughs> but I, you would realize he was a Baldwin mm-hmm. in this movie. He looks so young and different, and the glasses. Insane. Yeah. Because I thought um, he looked, I, I know he's not Steven, but I was like, he's got to be a Baldwin, but I'm not sure which one. And when, when I was like, wait, is that Alec? And you're like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> but I think just because I'm used to seeing him in like 30 Rock and like this Saturday, you know, playing Trump on SNL. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that's what I'm used to seeing him as. I'm not used to seeing him in this sort of, a, you know, this early, I guess, like before yeah. I was born. <laughs> 30 years ago, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Oh, it's so good. I'm ready to talk about it. Are you ready to get into it? I'm ready to get into it. Beetlejuice. 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 It's showtime. All 
right, obviously from our talking chop, this week we watched Beetlejuice. It's a 1988 movie, and it was directed by Tim Burton and written by, oh, there's a bunch of people here, Michael McDowell, McDowell, Larry Wilson, and the screenplay was written as well by Michael McDowell and Warren Skarin. Yep. And (laughs) Danny Elfman did the score. Of course. uh, Yeah, Star Wars guy, right? No. Isn't no. Danny Elfman help with the Star Wars? No, I don't think so. I think that was something else. No, he did a lot of uh, Tim Burton work. Mm. No, I he, he did, did some he Star did, Wars. No, he did um, Simpsons. Oh, interesting. No, he did not do Star Wars. Oh. No. Well, I know, like, the, um, what's his face, did all, most of the Star Wars, but I thought he helped, I don't know. John Williams did Star Wars. Yes, that's who it is. Yes, of course. No. <laughs> Oh, this movie was fun, like we already said. It was it was so different from everything that we've been watching right now. You know oh, yeah. what I mean? Like it's just yeah, it, it's we've been going so scary and so much zombies and stuff. It's nice to have like a break that's kind of fun. And of course, sort of like a funny jokey sort of a horror yeah. movie, but still kind of scary. And and it got a great spin-off in the cartoon. Yes. Which went for quite a while. Yes, I remember the cartoon. That's how I remember And it was such a different take on the idea, as opposed to Beetlejuice being the antagonist. In the cartoon, he was a protagonist. Yep. Lydia was his best friend. They went to like the other side of, I guess, death, and they did adventures there. Um, they had the parents, but no Barbara, no... Really? No David, no, it was just... The parents, like they were, they're not even in it. Because that's the thing is that I remember Beetlejuice and Lydia, and I don't remember like Alec Baldwin and Gina Davis's character. And they I'm like, well, maybe that's why. Like <clears throat> I didn't know. Like okay, we're just gonna like obviously we've been talking about, it, but super spoiler alert. Like they die in the first five minutes and are ghosts, and that's <gasps> the whole thing. I know it they came do? out like thirty years ago. I didn't know. I have like <laughs> talked around Beetlejuice my whole life. I never knew that they were dead. Wow. <laughs> Don't shake your head at me. <laughs> Just head shake alone. Yeah, I've and I've watched clips of it. I had no idea they were dead. I thought that they were just like roommates of the like oh, other family. Honestly, I had no idea. <sighs> That's funny. <laughs> is That's it? funny. Because now I feel like an idiot. <laughs> no, don't feel like that. No, don't do like that. But it's like, you know, I just never... It's never a part that I ever watched. Like, I skipped right to the good stuff of, like, the the dining room dancing and, like, you know, Beetlejuice doing his, like, blah, 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 bug face and yeah. them, you know, like, making their faces look weird. Never even thought about it. Yep. I know. It's crazy. Silly. And there was a sequel planned. Oh. They, they wanted to do a sequel. Tim Burton was all about a sequel. Asked the writer, write me a good sequel. Yeah. And the idea was that... Uh, it was Beetlejuice in, or goes to Hawaii or something like that. And the Dietzes moved to Hawaii so the dad can, he's like a big. He's like a developer. Developer, yeah. And he was building this big uh, condo kind of center. Mm-hmm. Of course, it's built on a grave site. Of Very a, a la Poltergeist. Yes. Of a big kahuna. Okay. And so he's the antagonist and they call Beetlejuice in to help. And he becomes a hero, and it's funny, like the description was he becomes a big hero by magically winning a huge surfing contest. Yup. Hey. <laughs> that lost me. I'm like, lost no. me a little bit there. A little. 
But that huh. was the idea. They're going to make him the, the good guy and this this kahuna, this Hawaiian ghost, the bad guy. See, so here's the thing. <laughs> I have a problem with redeeming irredeemable characters. So what I mean by that is he's been a fucking asshole for 600 <laughs> years, but then he's in a surfing contest and decides he's going to be... You know what I mean? Well, he's not... I don't think Beale Juice is irredeemable. Oh, because, I 100% do. Because he, like, he's, he's out for himself, but he's not, like, vindictive or anything. Yeah, for like, sure. He, he, but um, that's what I mean, is don't make him good. But, <laughs> yeah, but he, he helped the Deets when they were being, you know, brought back to life, but they're dying again. But he didn't do it for them. He wasn't like, oh, I should probably do this. But he could have not died at all. He yeah, could have just popped sure. up and said, yo, screw you, I'm... But you know, he got to be technically in quotations alive again. Yes. Like that's that, the thing he, is that was, like he didn't do it on purpose. Like he didn't do it just because like oh, oh these was, guys have grown on me. He did because that was the deal with Lydia. Right. You well, you you well, you save my name a few times. I'll save them, but you marry me and yes. bring me back to life. Right. But that's selfish. It's not like he did it just on just because just because he was going to save them. But that's like why I like the series BoJack Horseman so much is because he's a shitty person and he stays a shitty person. <laughs> The whole time. Well, and they're that, like, oh, let's give him a redemption arc. Just kidding. He fucks it up because yeah. that's who he is. But that's because also he's his, selfish. That's his character, though. And you can't exactly. really... You can make him a protagonist, but then he'd For be sure. like a very... He'd be, he'd be an antihero. Yes, but this is the thing is like Deadpool. Like, don't make him a, you know something he's not. Like, he, he does things for a reason, usually. And oh, it's yeah. like he does, you know, things for himself or for whatever his wife or yeah. girlfriend or whatever yeah. she was but in but in doing so yeah he is doing good by doing but i don't think that, that his... makes him good i think that makes him like Hence chaotic neutral <laughs> anti-hero like he's, he's a hero but he's doing it in a villainous way yeah but i don't think that that's like a redemption arc like i don't want a redemption arc for beetlejuice well i don't think he would get one he would just be seen by being himself but doing doing what doing what he does is yeah. is good or is in, in turn helping other people, but doing like it for himself. good is a stretch. Well, he's... feel like hero... Okay, I can, I can deal with the anti-hero. I can deal with that. But good? Uh, yeah, no, I, get, I uh, understand. I get it. Yeah. Oh, well. Good is like meh. <laughs> Who is good, good nowadays? Good is boring. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it is. It really is nowadays. Everyone's like, they need to have the dangerous, mean, good guy. Have him have that edge to him. Have that badass to him. Have him like a, a, a badass good guy. Yeah. 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 Blech. Oh, well. well, where did you first hear about Beetlejuice? Uh, it's just kind of one of those things that's always been there, honestly. Because it oh. came out before I was alive, of course. And I um, just always kind of heard about it. Like, it's just one of those things. Everybody dresses up as him. And everybody, you know, had a toy or something of them. And, you know, uh, Lydia is such a emo, gothy. She was even goth. She was emo. Or, yeah, no, sorry. So, so she was not emo. She was goth. <laughs> Got that way back. Well, it's, she was emo, I think. She was no. a little bit of both. It was, it, if you looked at emos these days, it's. The best example would be from South Park, because they had the goth emo episode. Sure. And, and they eventually got it mixed up. And yeah. They were mostly the and same I think thing. it's just, that's what I'm trying to say. But, is but I think, I think it's too... she was more goth than emo. Emo is more all emotional, blah, blah, blah. We watched her write a gross letter of like, I feel and that utterly is, alone. And that is goth. That was, uh, that is I goth. Think it's, I think it's two sides of the same cloth, honestly. Oh, yeah, I agree. 
I yeah. agree. But she was more lean towards the goth side. Yeah. This was way whatever before you want to say. Way before you I'm just saying even. that she's whatever, whatever the kids know these days, that term is she's kind of like, I don't even remember the point I was trying to make. I was trying to talk about something. I forget too. <sighs> but you first, you first heard it was before you Oh, were yes, born. yes, yes. Because everybody kind of was like, um, emulating her almost like there's the girls who would do their bangs like that, <laughs> yes, yep. that kind of stuff. She was like the OG sort of dressing black, all that sort of thing. So I always kind of knew about her because of the makeup and the hair and yes. all that sort of stuff. And the red dress is, like, iconic, yeah. like her wedding dress. But, so that's kind of how I knew about it. It's just from, like, always being around, you know? Yeah, but you were alive when this came out. So how did you I hear was, about it? I don't remember the trailer very well. Okay. I remember it coming to theaters. I remember the toys for it. Toys being advertised galore. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I was very young, I was 88, I was four, I was maybe five or six. Sure. Walking through the mall with my mom and I would see the toys. I'm like, oh, this is from Beetlejuice. That's a scary movie. Yes. I want these toys. Never got them. But <laughs> I remember they, they were just promoting it so hard. Like the um, uh, Beetlejuice's coffin, his, his, I think his vehicle he had, mm-hmm. the other characters and, uh, you know, Squeeze his legs, his head spins around. Um, <laughs> I love his tombstone. His tombstone, I remember. Yeah, and that like, was I don't know where toys. I've seen yeah. it, but I've seen it before. Like, here lies Beetlejuice or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, Otho had a, a, a toy. I think Lydia did. Sure. The Deets, the Deets did with them transformed. With their faces done up. Yes. And I remember all that very clearly. And I never saw the movie. I asked once about it. And I was told, it's kind of scary, Nick. I don't mm-hmm. know if you'd like it. I'm like, well, young Nick was like, nope. If it's scary, I don't know if I'm going to watch this. <laughs> I'm receiving clips of it. Sure. Um, it was on TV once in a while. I'd watch a bit. But then I'm like, what else is on? Ooh, cartoons. Yeah. And right. As you do. That's <laughs> a And yeah, it, it just, I never had a desire to watch it until I eventually did get to watch it. And that was years after. I forget when. I was maybe 15. Okay, 14, like 15, 16, yeah. And I watched it, I'm like, this was awesome. This mm-hmm. is great. I like this movie. Um, it was funny. Uh, I liked the characters. You know, Bill Juice was a, he was a character all of his own. Um, it was just good. I, it I enjoyed was. it. And yeah. I still do. This is one of my favorite movies of all time. Really? Oh, I love it. Yeah, it's not bad. It's um, it's a bit slower paced than I think I thought it was going to be. I don't know what I thought it was going to be, but it was just the beginning was like a little slow until the deets move in. And yeah. then you're like, oh, okay, here we go. But, um, and yeah. the cast. Oh, I can't wait to talk about the cast because this I is know. a star-studded cast. Well, let's talk about it. Okay, fine. Get into the cast. Fine, I think that's will. next on the list. Yes. So, starring Michael Keaton as Beetlejuice. Of course. Doesn't look like him. No. I had no idea who played Beetlejuice until somebody's like, Michael Keaton. And I was like, excuse me? And then when you look at it, you're like, oh, yeah, because yeah. he is, like, plastered in makeup. And this is just before Batman. Yes, because so, that's how I think of Michael Keaton. And Malkin, Malkin was known for being a more comedic actor. That was his shtick. That was what people knew him for. Sure. Michael Keaton, he's a comedic actor. Yeah. When he got cast for Batman, people were like, this is going to be a bomb. Like when Heath Ledger got cast as Joker. Yes. People thought, oh, the British guy or the, you know, the British guy from... Um, uh, the Knight's Tale, he's going to suck. He'll be terrible. He killed it. Yeah. He be, he kind of set the bar for Joker after that. Yes. And Michael Keaton was a great Batman. He was even better 
Bruce Wayne. Mm, yes, I agree with you, 100%. Yes. And, yeah, like, he, he is such a great actor. Now they got him doing more... I guess there's rumors he's going to play the Batman again in the um, DC TV series, doing like a Flashpoint. Those are rumors. Huh. Um, they're going to have... Well, they had him in... Oh, he was the vulture in Spider-Man. Okay. Yeah. And like he just he, he's just a great, great, great actor. Yeah. He really yeah, is. he really is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got Alec Baldwin as Adam Maitland. Yes. And he's a Baldwin. Yeah. And again, he does great. Even though he hated this movie, he hated his role in it. Too bad. That's, that's, that's really too bad because he, he was good. Gr- he was really good in this movie. Yeah. Uh, the great Gina Davis as love. Barbara Maitland. Love, love, love. She was great in this. Uh, she's great in everything. These she are is. just really good actors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Jeffrey Jones as Charles Dietz. Oh, he's great. He is. He's had a bit of uh, personal life. He kind of went downhill, but yeah, he's he's usually in comedies, I believe. And like he was the he... principal in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Stop! Of course he was. Yep. Yes, because I'm like, why can I think of him, but I can't remember what I know him from right off the tip of my tongue. Oh, of course. He was so good. That's one of my favorite movies. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Uh, we have the great, and she just recently won, a, won some awards on, mm-hmm. on uh, Schitt's Creek, Catherine O'Hara as Delia Deeds. amazing. I love her. She's a great Canadian actress. <sighs> I always think of Home Alone. Yep. Like, yep. Can you see, she's on Schitt's Creek? Yep. She stars oh. in Schitt's Creek. Her oh. and uh, Eugene Levy. Yep. Okay, sure, and, sure, again, sure. Both Canadians. Yep. Just, Represent. That's right. <laughs> uh, the great Winona Ryder as Lydia Dietz, mm-hmm. who was great in this. And Just, she's she's done so much. Like, even though she's had personal life problems, yeah. she's, like, back on it in the Stranger Things. So good for Like, her. killing it in that. Like, yeah. yeah, really, really, like, and she's got a good career. Like, she's, she has she's a gotta great, be yeah. so rich. Can you oh, imagine? Because yeah. <sighs> she, she this, was young she in this. Did, 17, I believe. Was she actually? She, she was this. actually a teenager. Yep. Oh my god. Yep. I didn't think she was that young. <laughs> I think she was. I'll double check. It makes sense. But like, I mean, 88, even though like, you know, it was a couple years before I was born. Well, she was, yeah, she was born in 1971. So, so 17. Yeah, you're yep. right. Look at me go. Huh. Yeah. And uh, yeah, she was also in a few other Tim Burton movies like yes. Edward Scissorhands. Yes. And I haven't seen that one either. You haven't seen Edward Scissorhands? Fuck off. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, Get it feels the like a fuck repeat out. of last week. <laughs> I haven't seen it. No. I heard it wasn't that great, so I never watched it. I don't know. <laughs> I am aghast and agape of your... Oh, my, my God. lack of Tim Burton. Yes. Bad. <laughs> Bad. Uh, we have uh, Sylvia Sidney as Juno. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing she was Otho's girlfriend or... They sat near each other during the... Uh, Juno was the, um, the... Oh, no, I take that back. No, she was the case The case worker, yeah. I'm thinking of someone else. I'm not sure what she's from. I'm I don't know that. either. Um, I didn't recognize her. She was quite old in this movie, so I figured she, she born, probably isn't in anything. She was any... born in 1910. Like, she's... Uh, yep. <laughs> figured uh, she wouldn't be in anything recent, so... Um, not much. American Tragedy, City Streets are all, like, her first movies. Um, fair, fair. Yeah, so the she would have been. So she was born in nineteen ten. She would have been seventy eight in the movie. She played uh, Fantine in Les Misérables. Um, in what year? Nineteen fifty two. She was. She was Aunt Marion in Damien Omen two. Hmm. 
Hmm. That's a big one. Uh, oh, yeah, she was in Mars Attacks. I, she it's was, been a minute since I've seen that. She was the grandma. Grandma. When, which, which, for, of who? Like, which uh, grandma? I haven't seen it in, like, ten she's, years. She's the old lady in Mars Attacks who um, laughs, ha, 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 they blew up Congress. Oh. Oh, 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 oh okay. Huh. Well, good for her. I didn't yeah. recognize her, but. Neither did I. That's great. Uh, we have Robert Goulet as Maxi Dean. He's, like, um, Charles Dietz's boss. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Her partner, whatever. Uh, Dick Cavett as Bernard. I don't know who um, that is. Uh, Glenn Shaddix as Otho. Yes, he was good. He was great in this movie. And you said he was in another fancy movie. He was movie. in Demolition Man. Oh, Same okay. kind of role, but just he's just a great actor. I like him. Fabulous. And Annie McEnroe as Jane Butterfield. She's the girl, or the woman at the beginning who's trying to... Oh, Jane. She's trying Fucking to get them Jane. to sell the house. and. Yep, yep, yeah. yep, yep. She's, she thinks that somebody else should move into the the Gina Davis and Alec Baldwin's home. Yeah. Because, like, you know, it would be so much nicer for somebody with kids and everything. Like, who even, a, like, is she a real estate agent or what she is she? She must be or something. Because she said she designed the house or it, whatever. Decorated. Decorated the house. So, yeah. she, what, is she an interior designer? Is she, she real estate? Be. She has to be. Maybe in the small town you're both. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. It was, uh, yeah, the cast was fantastic, though. The acting is so good. Yeah. And it's like, I know that last week we were talking about over-the-top acting, but this is a little bit, this is like westernized over-the-top acting, right? Like, when yeah. you think of, like, Beetlejuice and, like, Catherine O'Hara, like, just the oh, acting. Well, like When they're going through the house and they're looking oh. to uh, make all these changes. Yeah. And uh, her husband's like, you know, don't touch this room. It's like, I will either gut this house or I'll go crazy and take you out with me. Yeah, <laughs> and like, screams it at him, and he's like, oh, okay, well, uh, just not this room. And she's yep. like, okay. It's like, so good. Whoa, uh, you okay, lady? <laughs> I love her. I love Catherine oh, She's great. So good. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a roller coaster. It's yep. not at all what I was expecting it to be. I don't know what I was expecting. I keep thinking, like, what was it? I thought it was going to be, like, this spooky, scary, afterworld movie. Uh, <laughs> and it was just, like, people trying to kick other people out of the house. <laughs> well, yeah. They, yeah. Yeah. Again, yeah. I had no idea what and, to and expect. For, for the movie after one of the characters, he's only got 24 minutes screen time, I think. I believe it. But every time he's in it, he kills. Like, he, oh. he steals a scene. And I think that that's why I feel like there's not enough of him, because he was so good. Yeah. Right? And it's not that, like, you know, they should have done more or whatever. It's just, uh, he was so fantastic in what he was saying and doing. Yeah. I agree 100%. I wanted more, like, weird Michael Keaton-isms. <laughs> <laughs> More ad-libbing. I'd love to see, like, the reject pile, what they cut out, because oh, it would be gold. Well, there was when uh, they, because we see when they leave the house, they go to Saturn, or one of Saturn's <coughs> moons. Yep. <clears throat> Originally, they go to a different place altogether. Sure. And there is footage of that. I'll oh, show you after. Oh, okay. Uh, I think it's on YouTube. Um, basically, it's like this black, black, black um, area, and there's, like, weird objects kind of just flying all over, and they chase uh, Adam's character. Oh. So when he first goes out there and you, you see him look up yeah. and you see the sandworm, he's looking at something entirely different. They changed oh. this later on in the like post-production. Well, because it all looks like green screen anyway, so oh, they probably is. could have, yeah. yeah. But no, they, they changed it to Saturn Moon and with the 
sandworms. Hmm. And I think that was better. I, I think 100% that was the, the best choice and the right move. It was interesting, and it's like thinking that it was Saturn. Like, I, I don't know, because I, you don't really know what it is until um, Beetlejuice describes it as, oh, you're Saturn, hey, sandworms, hey, they're, cra- they're scary, <laughs> and all that stuff. But um, you don't really think about it until you're like, oh, yeah, because I thought it was just like some, you know, crazy, far-off place and desert or whatever. But, yeah, I guess ghosts don't have to breathe, so nope. <laughs> who cares <laughs> where it, what planet it's on. <laughs> But. And there's a big time uh, discrepancy too when you leave yes. the house, because when yeah he leaves and then he gets pulled back in by um, Barbara. Barbara, like seconds later. Yeah, and she's like, "You've been gone for two hours." He's like, "What? I was just in there for a few seconds, like half a minute." Yes. So. So is that why, when they um, accidentally go in there, kind of like when they pop in there, the two of them, you know, and they're searching for each other, then they find each other and then they hightail it out. They and they end up in like the foyer of the house. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. And then and but also, it, then the um whatever are they're moving in the new family. So they must have been gone for months. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. And and even when they go to the um afterlife, you know, reception. Yes. Like three months have passed. Yeah. Before when they go there and they come back. Yes. It's been three months. Oh. Like, it's crazy that, yeah, but I mean, what is time when you're dead, you know? That's right. That's right. It's not like you have anything else to do. (laughs) You don't have to sleep. You don't have to eat. Nothing. You just kind of hang out. Yep. Float. Yeah. Try and scare people. Yep. I guess. I wonder if they have, like, other places. That's the thing is that, like, because they have this waiting room, sort of, you'd think that they must have, like, other places to go. You know what I mean? Well, they, they, they got the, the book for, like, the recently deceased. Yeah. And going to go through, like, each um, deceased has a different proximity of where they can go and be. Okay. And, like, we don't know how other people, you know, what their proximity is. Like, the, the guy who is swimming with the shark. Where yep. does he end up? Does he, yeah. does he haunt the ocean? Yep. That would suck. Like, mm-hmm. maybe he gets sent to another, to another house. Like, we don't know. There's, yeah. You should. You said you could have bought that book. You should have. I should have. It's still in my Amazon wish list. There we go. should get it. Do some do some research. Yeah. <laughs> should we get into the, uh, the plot? plot? Yeah. Okay. So, Barbara and Adam Maitland live in an idyllic... I forget where it is. Uh, Connecticut country home in Winter River. Barbara's cousin, Jane... Oh, Jane was her cousin. Okay, that's news. Uh, Barbara's cousin, Jane Butterfield, a pushy real estate agent... Okay, so she is a real estate agent. Okay. Hounds them to sell their large home, but they refuse. During the drive into town, they swerve to avoid a dog, and their car plunges into the river. Damn dog. Yeah. When the two return home, they find they cannot remember how they got back, have no reflections... And when Adam attempts to leave the house, he steps into an alien desert with monstrous sandworms. Ah! Saturn. Saturn's Saturn. Saturn, yeah. They find a book titled Handbook to the Recently Deceased and realize they drowned in the crash and are trapped haunting their house. It's nice that they don't, we don't have to watch them go through like, you know, the seven, the seven stages of acceptance or whatever it is, yeah. you know. It's like, no, we're not. Like, denial and anger and all that. Yeah. We also see that... Um, uh, Adam is like a big miniature maker. Yeah, he's got the entire town built. 
Yes. Which is really cool. That's It is super cool. Yeah. People who make models are like a-okay in my books. One of my bosses makes models and it is so cool. Cool. Like it's super neat. Jane sells her home to the Dietz's family from New York City. Charles, a former real estate developer, his second wife, Delia, mm -hmm. a sculptor and crazy person, and his teenage goth daughter, Lydia, from his first marriage. Uh, with, his, with her interior designer, Otho, Delia makes plans to renovate the house. The Maitlands attempt to frighten the family away, but fail because they cannot be seen and take refuge in the attic. Yeah, they try to, like, do super spooky stuff to them and, yeah. you know, like, pull out their eyeballs and rip their face off and, like, hang themselves in the closet. Nothing. They don't nope. see anything. They can't see a thing. So they're like, well, what's the point of all this if they can't see us? Yeah. A uh, specter named Beetlejuice sends the two advertisements promoting himself as a bio-exorcist. And I was also saying, you know, the whole Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, like, the three names yep. three times is very... It's a big thing in this movie. Say yeah. something three times, um, similar to Bloody Mary or yes. Candyman. Exactly. There's always and rules. like the knocking, like you have to knock three times, yeah. like it, on the door. It's funny how three is such a big thing in it movies. It is. You know, that's also, this is really weird and random, but it's also a thing in like interior design is that you always do odd numbers. Like when you're hanging pictures, you hang one or you hang three, you don't do two. Oh, yeah. Yeah, or like stuff you're supposed to put two, not three, or three huh. instead of two and all that kind of stuff. That's weird. Yeah, it's crazy. I don't weird. know, it's just a thing. But it's like more pleasant for the eye to look at or something. Yeah. Yeah. Which is fine, but it's just, I don't know, it's a design thing. So it, it's cool that, like, lots of things revolve around it. Yeah. You know, but, anyways. Uh, consulting the handbook, the Maitlands open a door to the netherworld and discover that the afterlife is structured according to a complex bureaucracy. Their caseworker, Juno, informs them it is for them to get the Deeses out if they want them gone. Yes. The two inquire about Beetlejuice, and Juno explains he was her former assistant who became a freelancer, <laughs> and advises that they that he is a troublemaker and they should not seek his help. When I think of like what they're doing, basically, or what he Beetlejuice does to them, I almost think he's like a poltergeist or something. Hey, yeah. like I think of him as like um, Peeves from Harry Potter. Shout out yeah. to Yon and Craig. Yep. <laughs> But I always think of him as Peeves almost, you know what I mean? Like always up to trouble and whatnot. Oh, yeah. And, you know, manifesting into different things and, you know, to scare people. It's basically what he does, you know? Yeah. He's, not, he's not opposed to physical harm exactly. or actually being scared. Like he's done it for a while. He knows what he's doing. Yep. Um, but he wants to cause harm. It's not just scaring them to make them leave. Yeah. He wants to like, like hurt them. You know, like when he yeah. pushes like Otho down the stairs and or, or the, hangs the dad. The dad, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's, I don't know. He's not a pro-life person. Nope. He's he's uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he's pro-death. He's pro-death. He's think. very. Yeah. He's, he's anti-life. <laughs> he is pro-anarchy. Anarchy. <laughs> the Maitlands return to their house and meet Lydia, who is able to see them due to her strange nature, and has read and understood the handbook. The three become fast friends, but the Maitlands still want to remove the Dietzes. Of course. And this way also we find that, <laughs> it's funny, they, they put on like the classic bed sheets over their over themselves and try and scare sp them. spook yeah. and scare. No. <laughs> and hilarious. they try to get the mom, Lydia, no, Delia. Yeah. And uh, she just wakes up, turns the TV off and goes back to sleep. Yeah. 
and, uh, and Lydia shows up with a camera. They start taking pictures, thinking that's her parents doing some weird kinky sex thing. Yeah, because they're in the other room, and again, her parents' room, and they're like, ooh, ah. Yeah. Ooh. Adam's like, bone louder. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, you guys, I'm a child. Stop that. And then um, they walk into her room with their sheets on and try to go, ooh. And she, so that's what, yeah, she's taking pictures because she's like, whatever weird kink you guys are into, like, can you leave me out of it? <laughs> Do it in your own room, not yeah. the hallway. <laughs> so then she kind of oh. finds out that they're, they're ghosts and they... Yes. She goes upstairs and they can't talk to her about it. She's like, you know, if this is real, show me. And they're like, well, we don't know how. Yeah. Like, okay, well, whatever. Good luck. Yep, exactly. And they ask, well, how can you see us? And she's like, well, I read your book and you have to be uh, strange and unusual. Yeah. And I am strange and unusual. And that kind of describes her character to a T. A hundred percent. Because she's always wearing black. She's always got like she has like black she wears veils. like veils on. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. She's she's very goth, very goth, very mm-hmm. dark. Very dark. Yeah. So, I, I like the character. It's a great... It makes sense. Totally. Um, they summon Beetlejuice, but his crude personality convinces them they made a mistake, and they refuse to work with him, which is a, a funny interaction between the two when you first meet him. Just, it's yep. just funny mm-hmm. how um, he's being real buddy-buddy, but at the same time, he's... The crude is a good word. He's Ugh. very, you know, touchy-feely to uh, Barbara and... He's so slimy. He is. But that's his character. It's a hundred percent. Because that's the thing is that like I think you're meant to not like him. So they do yeah. these things to make you yeah. not like him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it but, makes sense for the character. But because of that, the Dietz get or the Dietz, the Maitlands get an idea of how to scare him. So yes, right. The Maitlands attempt to frighten the Dietzes at a dinner party. But their actions only amuse them and the Dietzes search the attic and Otho takes the handbook. Yeah. It's a great scene. Yeah, the, which uh, is like the dinner party scene is the best part of the movie, yeah. hands down. I agree. I love it. It's it's hilarious. If you look up one part of this movie, like look up the dinner party scene. It is so good. What's that song called? Banana? Bunch of bananas? No. I'm not it. sure banana actually bo- if I'm being honest. Is it Banana Boat? Something. It's it's awesome. Like the, the actors and actresses doing this are hilarious Catherine Harris having a blast doing it yeah and they all have like different looks on their face because they're basically being possessed to dance and sing yeah. is what's going on so um <laughs> Catherine O'Hara and her husband um they look scared basically as they're and confused mostly as they're dancing around and singing she's mostly confused and she gets into it Same yes with him. he's more confused yeah. a little like what the hell's going on Otho is like scared for the first like minute and then he's super into it yeah. and the other two people are like <laughs> just vibing they don't really care like the lady that is sitting beside him literally oh, doesn't care from the start yeah the, the couple across the yeah. they're more blah blah the guy especially the little young the yeah. smaller guy he's not having fun no uh the other the woman she's she is but especially like, at the part where they shake their butts she like yeah. turns around she's like whoa <laughs> my bum <laughs> and after when they're talking about it you know she's having it she's happy like, she's, yes. this, is, this is a blast this is fun yeah. But the other guy, he's all blah. 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 Um, Juice manifests as a monstrous snake mm-hmm. and attacks them until the Maitlands order him back. Juno summons the Maitlands and reprimands them. As yes. their subpar hauntings and summoning of Juice are prov- providing proof of the afterlife to the living and orders them to get rid of the Dietzes. The two cannot bring themselves to scare Lydia and decide to allow the family to stay. 
Charles has the idea to turn the town into a tourist trap themed around the supernatural and convinces his former boss, Maxie Dean, to visit. And Maxie demands proof of the supernatural. Using the handbook, Otho summons Adam and Barbara, but they begin to decay. Yes. And this he, is a super creepy part. This gets, yeah, this gets super creepy. Yeah. And he realizes that what he thought was a seance was actually an exorcism. Oh. Oh. Oh, okay. Lydia asks Beetlejuice to help, and he agrees to, on the condition, she marry him so he can be freed to enter the mortal world. Exactly, yeah. She agrees and summons him. Yeah. That makes sense, because they were getting all kind of old and... and like dying, literally. Like, like they saw in the uh, one room. Yes. In the that totally makes sense because it does. Otho didn't really know what he was doing. He said he did, but he didn't. And he just started reading stuff. Yeah. Hmm. What a jerk. Yeah. Beetlejuice stops the exorcism and disposes of Maxie, his wife, and Otho. Then summons a ghastly minister to wed Lydia. The Maitlands intervene before the ceremony is completed, and Barbara riding a sandworm through the house to devour Beetlejuice. Which was awesome, because yeah. they drop her into Saturn. Beetlejuice drops her into Saturn, and uh, the sandworm comes up. And I was thinking, wouldn't it be hilarious if she wrote it? Sure enough! Yeah. <laughs> and it's funny, because they try so hard to you know, say his name three times to yes. send him back. And uh, she says it once, and he's like, ah, oh, and he... Zips her mouth shut. Yeah. She unzips Beetlejuice. He winds up and throws like a steel plate onto her mouth and she's just yes. trying to get off. Finally, he's go, waves his hand and she gets poofed to Saturn. And it's just this whole, whole bit is really cool. But it's crazy that like when you say his name three times, like that must like release him temporarily from whatever he's doing. Yeah. Like stuck in. And he is like super powerful. Hey, like Jafar and Aladdin, powerful. Yeah. Well, he knows the tricks. He knows yes. how to how to use the his death powers. And yes. Well, he's been around for so exactly. long. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Craziness. The Maitlands and Dietzes agree to live in the house in harmony, and Lydia becomes more socially adjusted from her friendship with them as she attends school. Yes. An all-girls school. Yeah. Meh. Meh. Meanwhile, in the afterlife, Beetlejuice impatiently sits in the afterlife waiting room, waiting to be called and having a long wait, and steals a witch doctor's number, who is called in next in line. Yep. And in turn, the witch doctor angrily shrinks his head. <laughs> Which is funny. And then we get the movie ending with uh, Lydia coming home. You know, I got a C on my his or my science, but yep. an A in math. Like, great. And, you know, as uh, I probably promised before, as a... Yep. Uh, reward she gets to float and dance yeah she gets to levitate and dance and a bunch of the other ghosts are you know show up like the football players and they dance with her and it's hilarious <laughs> yeah it's really good yeah i'm into it and the end yay that was beetlejuice it was <laughs> fun yeah it's a movie that i definitely watch again that's good it is really good. Yeah, it's just kind of a fun movie. I can see why they'd put it on TV, because once you bleep out, like, the couple swear words, there's really not much more to it that you'd have to bleep out. Just... Like, you wouldn't have to cut anything, you know what cut, I mean? Cut for time, that's it. Yeah, that's it. And even then, like, there's very few things you'd have to cut for. Yeah. But, yeah, it was, it was a gooder. It was nice to have such a switch of, like, the scary, spoopy stuff we've been watching. Yeah. Just to have, like, a fun comedy horror one. Yeah, even... Yeah. Horror is a is a loose term yes. with this movie, but right. there's there's enough you know for young people. For sure, this would be scary. Something yes. to be definitely scary for them. 
Definitely, yeah. But yeah. It's 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 fun. It's just fun. Fun's yeah. the best word for this. Yep, something to do. Something to watch. Yep. <laughs> so what would you rate it? I know that you love this one. Oh, I'd be between a four, four and a half. Interesting. It's just such a good movie. It's a good it's slowish pace. Yeah. But the music's great. The acting is is superb. It's yeah, top notch. Definitely. Um the plot is, is interesting and mm-hmm. goofy, but that works. Mm-hmm. And um yeah, it's it's just good. The effects are great. You got Definitely. some yep. got some claymation, no CGI, mm-hmm. but um got practical effects. Sure. Uh it's it's great. It's just yeah, a great movie. It is fun. Yeah. Yeah, I'd probably give it like a three, three and a half, I think. Only because I don't think it's really that much of a horror movie. Yeah. And like, yeah, some of the claymation I think didn't age as well as I think. Like it like but that's with every claymation. Yeah. The same thing with watching it, like the older it with Tim Curry. It's just like did the time it was probably creepy, but now it's just kinda like cool. That's neat. Instead <laughs> of like being like, ah, <laughs> so which which claymation do you think was a little rough? Um, definitely their faces okay, changing. Yeah. I was thinking the same. Uh, who, yeah. It's it's a cool effect. Yeah. Uh, the sandworm's a lot better. Yeah, the That's... sandworm the sandworm just looks so much like Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, yeah, like it's yeah. literally the same thing. Yeah. And it's just very nostalgic. But it's like even the Saturn parts, it's like almost a little like Dr. Seussy, the colors and stuff. So it's like, oh, okay, that's cool. But I can't hate on that because it looks really well done. But yeah, yeah, like it was good. I'd watch it again. I'd be like, oh, okay. And I see how there's a cult following. Definitely. But uh, yeah, fun movie. So, So what about... Ichabod's kill the fleck. There's not much death or kills in this, but there, right. But there is but. a nice reception full of dead people. Yes, which we've kind of already talked about a bit. Yeah, so I think for kill the fleck is all those people in the waiting room who were killed that gets kill the fleck. They get they get the totally. kill. Totally, because we actually like even though we actually see Gina Davis and Alec Baldwin die, I guess in like quotations, we uh, these people we also technically see how they die. With, like, being cut yeah. in half or, like, you know, being run over or shark, having their head shrunk. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's neat. Like, even, like some of the effects with uh, Majuno, like, you yes. see she slit her throat or something. Exactly. She must have slit her own throat because she's yep. a caseworker. Exactly. And when she smokes, smoke comes out of the cuts in her throat. Exactly, so. yeah. So she must have done it to herself. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's fun. So good. So good. <laughs> fun movie. Whoop, whoop. And next week... Let Isn't me think one sec. Alive? Oh, yeah. It's hashtag alive. <laughs> we literally just talked about it. <laughs> oh, did. my goodness. That's how fast it slips my mind. Yeah, so we're watching another newer, um, I guess it's Korean, right? Yes. Yes, yeah. Korean horror movie on Netflix. It's called hashtag alive. And it's um, been compared to Train to Busan with um, a better pace, like better pacing and scarier zombies and stuff. So, yeah, I know nothing about it other than we watched the trailer. That's about yeah, it. Yeah, I don't know a thing about it. Yeah. Um, back to the scurry zombie movie. Back to super scurry. <laughs> well, we've cleansed our palate enough b- between our zombie month and now that we're ready for another one, I guess. Yeah, back to the horror. Yeah. And yeah, that's uh, it's gonna be good. I'm excited. I've um, I've heard nothing but good about Same this movie, here. and Same I'm ready for another spooky, scary horror movie. And so. this is gonna be a. This looks like a good 
good zombie movie. I think Interesting is, is it, idea. Is it by the same guy who did Train to Busan? I don't think so. Okay. I thought it was a different actor. No, no, or no, no. actor, director, sorry. Well, maybe it is. I'm not sure. I thought it was. I could be mistaken. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we can let everybody know next week. That's right. <laughs> and thank you so much for joining us this week. This episode was brought to you by our executive producer, Ichabod, who's looking at me. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed your orgasm as much as we did. Please don't forget to rate, download, and subscribe. Also, like and follow us on Facebook at Horgasm Podcast, Instagram at Horgasm, Twitter at Gasm Whore, and YouTube at The Horgasm Podcast. If you have a movie you'd like us to review, this is the best way to let us know. We hope to see you again next week because we have such sights to show you. Plenty of orgasms for you to experience. See ya. Bye.